Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi, Nicole. How's it going? Um, It's good. It's Wine Wednesday. I mean, I don't know what day everybody's going to be listening, but it's Wine Wednesday here, it so I'm in a good place. And I need yes. it. It has been a week. I hear you. Um, <laughs> it's been a week here, too. <laughs> yeah, your daughter's recovering from tonsillectomy. She had her tonsils, her adenoids, and she had a lip tie cut. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor kid. So, I know. Eating has been a struggle, and she's not eating, so she's cranky, and she's tired, so it's not a good mix. No. But she's fine. She'll be fine. If only Toughen she could have some wine. I, I know. I kind of, I was like, ooh, no, you can't. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, what are you drinking today? Um... I am drinking, actually, you're going to hear me pour some right now because I finished. Do you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. The sound of joy. It is. <laughs> um, it is called Josh Cabernet Sauvignon. I have had it before while we've recorded on the show, um, but it is, I mean, a reasonably middle-of-the-road priced bottle of cab. Um I jokingly, I love it. It's one of my favorite bottles just to grab, but I jokingly call Josh my boyfriend. Um, so, yeah. I love it. Spent a lot of time with him. Um, but it's it's yummy. It's, what, what does it say here on the back? I don't remember what. Uh, it actually doesn't give a wine description. I guess the winemaker's dad was called, or was named Joseph, but everybody called him Josh. So he named the wine Josh. So yeah. Well, Okay. Yeah, what are you drinking? I have a barrel fermented Chardonnay. Oh. It's called sounds... Harkin. Yeah. And it doesn't have much of a description on the back. It just says, We created Harkin Chardonnay because we missed that rich, oaky taste of Chardonnays gone by. At some point, someone decided that those great toasty notes and buttery finish went out of style. We think that's crazy. So we brought it back. <laughs> Welcome to Harkin Chardonnay. That's interesting. Now, do you like, you obviously you're drinking it, but you like the oaky Chardonnays? I do. Yeah. Interesting. I, I do. Sure, I like Chardonnays. I, I mean, I prefer red wines overall compared yeah. to whites, but it's a hundred freaking degrees out. So red is, I just haven't had a lot of red lately. Can't bring myself to do it in this heat. No, you said it was like a hundred and one there the other day, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I had an unexpected adventure outside in the 101 degree heat, which was not fun. No. Adventures and that. No, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm inside in the AC, plus I have my fan going and I have some white wine. So I'm good now. Everything is well. Everything is well. So today we are, first of all, we're piggybacking off of our episode last week, which yes. was about photo taking tips. But this week we're specifically talking about like how we edit and stuff. But before I get to that, there have been a number of questions 
oh. from our podcast last week about how the heck you carry that tripod oh. on your <laughs> <laughs> Um, Well, I think I mentioned it in the show that if it's a longer run, I will be wearing my hydration vest and you can, and I've done it with even like the, the one on my Instagram that I've pictured. I've done it with that one where I folded it up and shoved it in like the back part of the hydration pack like where there's storage room. So it was easy enough from, you know, I didn't think I was carrying that much extra weight. Um, I have, I do carry a handheld. So sometimes, especially if it's just like the, the smaller tripod or the selfie stick, I'll just hold it in my hand. Cause it's really like no different than having the handheld in my hand for like a shorter run. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It just depends. Like I, I'm kind of strategic about it, I guess. Um, it's not like I'm going out for a three mile run and I'm carrying a giant tripod with me generally. But you don't like strap the tripod to your head or anything. No, but that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, some people might find it obnoxious. So then just, you know, take a pic around your house somewhere with it. But I think the idea of the episode was just to give people some tips on how to set up a shot I mean you can simply do it with the phone too if you prop it up and like I've you know improvised and used my handheld and propped up my phone and put my handheld on you know a table or a bench somewhere that you know so I could just get a better angle right just gotta be creative if you don't want to waste your time taking them then don't (laughs) exactly yeah so once you have that perfect shot whether you take it with a tripod or a selfie stick or just your phone or with a nice camera. Yep. How then do you edit it? Well, I have a few different apps that I use. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see if we use any of the same. Well, so I think, wasn't it you that turned me on to Snapseed? Probably. I love Snapseed. Yeah. So I, for the longest time, just use Snapseed exclusively. Um and it was easy. You, there's different presets in there, if you will. Um, but I would manually edit the photo um, just because, yeah, just because I, you can, if you're not familiar with Snapseed, it's kind of hard to explain. But if you go in there, there's a variety of different options as far as editing goes. Um, but I will like manually edit like the brightness, the contrast, all of that. Um, you know, if it needs, if the, it's too warm of a photo, you you bring it down to like a cooler blue, like just a little bit, just to kind of, so it's not so yellowy or whatever. Um, you have to play around with it, but it's one of my favorite apps um, to use just for manual editing. And I know you use it too. So what do you do in there? Yeah, I actually do the same. I'm, I'm more of a manual edit person only because like every photo ends up with different lighting yeah. and you have different colors and a different background. So those preset filters don't always do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, technically they're doing the same thing, but the photos won't necessarily look the same look if the you're same, going right. for like a look across right. your IG feed. Right. Um, and my Instagram is really, it's really just colorful and bright. So if I take a photo and it has a lot of shadow, then I'm like really playing with brightness. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if it's already out in the sun and super bright and colorful, I may not really do that much. But um, yeah, I started with Snapseed exclusively and now I've been transitioning a little bit to Photoshop Express. Okay. Um, and it, it does the same the same stuff. Okay. Um, 
it has like brightness and vibrance and saturation and contrast are probably the ones that I play with the most. Do you um, need a Photoshop? Um, excuse me. Do you need a Photoshop subscription to be able to use that? That is a great question. I do have a Photoshop subscription, which is why I'm not sure what the answer is. (laughs) I know. That's why I asked just because I don't, believe it or not, I do not have Photoshop. Um, But I didn't have Lightroom on my computer either. And um, I guess sort of like taking the conversation. So I, I was using Snapseed for a while. And then I saw a bunch of different you know, if you look into it enough, especially if you do influence or whatever, and you're constantly editing photos, um, ads will target you just because they listen to you, I swear. Um, but I was getting like, um, ads for different preset filters. And I was curious about it just because I do try to have somewhat of a color theme, even if you can't, it's not like always the same exact colors, but like the same, you'll look at my feed and it won't be like, bright, warm, you know, gray, whatever, like it kind of is supposed to look all very much similar in like the coloring. So I was, I wanted to take it up a notch and, um, I looked into like this bright and airy, light, bright and airy preset filters. Oh my God. I get those ads all the time. Right, right, right. And it sounded stupid and I kept dismissing it and I kept dismissing it, but this was when I was working with interns and I figured if I was going to be trying to teach them something like let's play around. So I ended up looking into it and it said you needed Lightroom app. And I'm like, well, I don't even have Lightroom on my computer. I ended up downloading just the app to my phone. I, and I'm really bad with money. So, but I believe I pay like a monthly subscription. Um, whatever it is, it's not ex- terribly expensive. I felt like it was worth it to investigate at least. And then um, I downloaded the presets. It was super easy. Um, you upload them and you have to manually upload them, but it was really simple into like the Lightroom app. And then I just, usually I use like light, bright and airy clean and like that edits enough. And then you can manually edit from there. So say it makes it too bright cause it was already a bright picture. Um, you could just take the shadows down or something like that. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's actually very nice because it, gives a theme and then I can just kind of manually adjust from there. Um, but it makes things pop a little bit more. So some of like the more recent coffee mug photos I posted, like if my eyes look really bright or something, it's just, that's just the, it's not like a filter, like a Snapchat filter, but that's just like the preset, the way that it's set up. Like I don't sit there and like white my eyes and brighten my teeth and (laughs) you know what I mean? And nothing like that, but it's just like, it'll like naturally make it look like that. That's pretty interesting. I've been getting served those ads. So now maybe I'll have to pay attention to them. Yeah. And so and if you're going to be using them for like running photos specifically, like if it's if you say you live someplace like San Diego and it's never cloudy and it's always bright or you're running when it's like high noon or something that might not work for you. You could probably find other presets that would work for you. But like where I live, it's partly or mostly cloudy most of the time, or I'm running when it's like dusk or dawn or sometimes, you know, in the, or I'll pick shady spots to take a picture just because, you know, photography tip, like bright high noon light does not make for good pictures whatsoever. Lots of shadows. (laughs) Yeah. Lots of shadows. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll kind of purposely choose the spots that I know are going to get good pictures and I can use those um, presets with, but that's what I've been doing recently. And if you're at all serious about 
the quality of your running photos or like you really want to take it up a notch from just, you know, like a cell phone picture, it's something to investigate. It's yeah. a little bit more work to get started, but it's super easy once you have it installed. It's just one click, a few different little adjustments, and then I just download it you know post that it. does sound pretty easy yeah and all of these apps too have like photoshop express has presets snapseed yeah. has presets so you may found find one in there that's that you like um that works for you but i find um and you can always adjust it manually after that uh which i find you probably will always need to do a little bit of yeah unless you take the same photo in the same place every single day right um I also use Photoshop on my computer sometimes, uh, mostly when I have Will help me take photos and I'm using the mm-hmm. nice camera and I keep it super, super simple. Like there's so much you can do with Photoshop. Like you can completely change every single thing. Um, I don't do any sort of like manipulation to my face or my body or anything like that. Uh, right. cause I'm not about those like unrealistic things. Right. Right. I, I just do the same things that I do in the app. I play with brightness and contrast. I play with shadows and highlights. Um, and that's really it. I keep it really easy. Yeah. And that's the same thing I do in Snapseed either. I mean like those light, bright and airy presets are just something that I was spending. I can get kind of like obsessive with like when I'm manually editing something just because it's like, I want to get rid of that shadow there. I want to look, make this look, and it like, I was spending way too much time, like just personally, most people wouldn't like just trying to get the perfect, you know, looking photo. Um, So the presets just helped me. Like they kind of do the majority of the work, like 80% of the work. And then the other 20%, I'm just making those mild, like, you know, bringing down the shadows or bringing up the highlights or whatever it is. Um, Another app that I use, and this is for one reason only, um, if you're looking to get that blurred background effect and you don't have the portrait mode on your phone, say you have an older generation iPhone, um, or you're not like using the Instagram focus setting on your stories or whatever, there is an app called Light, Bright, and Airy. And, or not Light, Bright, there isn't the wine's already going to my head. I had like three sets. There is an app called Airbrush, rather, and it's it's meant for people who want to like you know add makeup to their face and make themselves look skinnier, which I don't do any of that. And the only reason I knew about this app is because an intern had I had asked her what she had used to edit a photo of mine at one point, and she told me, and I'm like, okay, well we're gonna take away the makeup. Like you can totally add back my gut. Like I just like, but what did you use? So I downloaded it to play around with it. But what it does is it's called like a, I'm going to say this wrong, like a Boken or Bohoken effect. And it like will blur the background for you and you can adjust it, but it will blur it for you. So if you're looking for something that's like a little bit, like you just want to focus on your like your running picture, like a view running and blur out whatever crap is in the background. Maybe like there's like some random ass person or like, you know, a weird traffic light or something. You can blur that and just focus on you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's the only reason I use the app. I promise. Like I'm not trying to hide anything else, but (laughs) when I did, when she showed it to me, I was like, all right, this is for people clearly who are looking to like really filter the crap out of their faces, but I don't use a person. So yeah, I don't know, it was an interesting feature that I didn't, I have not found in other apps. Yeah, that sounds neat. And I've, I actually do that in Photoshop. Sometimes I will yeah. like select the background and then blur it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
that app sounds way easier. It's just, it is easier because you can do smart select. You can erase certain parts. Um, sometimes it looks really like depending on the photo and where it was taken, you can tell and it looks, it looks a little hokey. Um, so I don't do it for everything, but if it's like, there was like one photo that I was trying to take and it was for a brand I was working with and I had a backpack on and like the product was supposed to be sticking out, but like there was a lot of background noise going on. It was a crowded street. There were like random people, things were not pretty. So I was just like, oh, I got to save this photo. And I, and that's kind of when I realized I could do this. I brought it into the airbrush thinking I could like literally like blur it with like a brush or something. And I found this effect and I was like, Oh, that looks thousand times better like the focus is just on me on the backpack on the product it's not on all this background crap um and I was able to adjust it so it didn't look like super duper fake but more like it was taken with like a the intent like somebody's professional camera nice yeah so that's pretty sweet yeah I'm trying to think what else I I used to use an app called av aviary which I really liked and I did a lot of um I used to on my feet. I don't do it anymore, but I used to do a lot of like black and white with pops mm-hmm. of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I use that app, but unfortunately that app has gone by the wayside. Um, uh, so, which is a big reason why I stopped doing that in my feed. Um, right. It is something you can do in Photoshop, but it is pretty time consuming. This app had made it pretty easy. Um, and I think there are ways you can do that in Photoshop Express, but to me, they don't look as good as right. what I used to be able to do. Um, yeah. I think the other thing too, so this is like outside of editing apps, uh, whatever you bring it into, whether you're just editing it on your phone and you're manually editing it and you're like with your iPhone, like you can go in and change things or like you bring it into Snapseed or Lightroom is sometimes something looks like really far away or like it just doesn't look like it's, you think it's not a good shot for some reason, like cropping it so that there's like the two thirds rule can like really change the impact of the photo. Too. Yeah, that's a great tip. And I actually am al- always thinking of what that square crop is going to look like yeah. when I <laughs> when I I'm taking too. that photo. Whenever I have Will like play photographer for me, I'm like, make sure I can crop it square. <laughs> right. Because sometimes if it's like a longer, like, you know, more vertical photo, you it'll look stupid cropped. Or, I mean, you could Instagram's changed slightly over like the last few years where they've made it so you can upload it still without it looking yeah, stupid, yeah. but it still appears weird in your actual feed. So, um, yeah, I'm always have that square in mind. Like, how can I do this? And then I'll bring it in and I'll adjust, you know, maybe I didn't get it perfect or maybe it could have been closer up or whatever it is. So I'll, yeah. I'll edit it and it accordingly. So you mentioned the two thirds rule. Tell, tell us more about that. I mean, I'm no, photographer professionally um more just use my camera to take food photos um and then the occasional running photo and I'll have my daughter take those but um just where your focus like is you're not in the middle so like if you're running your actual person like the shot wouldn't be in the middle you'd be to the like second third or two I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to that but like it's the whole shot isn't taken up, so it's not a full thing. It would be like you're on the two-thirds of the photo on, like, the right-hand side or on the left-hand side. You wouldn't be in the center of the photo. Does that make sense? I'm not explaining it well. No, I think that makes sense. It's it's basically so that you're not, like, crowding the frame and right. making, like, just creating interest 
in other areas as well. Right. But also making sure that what you're focusing on takes up enough space. It's tricky. Like I've learned from asking people to take my photos for me over the years that not everyone has an eye for photography. (laughs) (laughs) Tis true. Tis true. It sometimes can be very frustrating to ask certain, like I, I was in a crunch and there was like this campaign that I didn't get an email for. It got lost and it was due like that day. Uh, and I didn't want to like, you know, fall through. So I asked my mom to come over. I'm like, take a few pictures really quick. And I mean, they were horrendous. No matter, I sat the shot up. I was like, just stand here and click. And she could not do it. And my dad, <laughs> like, she was terrible. So like my dad was on his way home from like work. It was early in the morning and he was, he was, I don't know, whatever. He was driving home and my mom called him and he happened to be like five minutes away and He's a little bit more artistic, like he could paint and stuff. And she's like, your father can do this. I don't know what I'm doing. And Aww. and like my dad came over and got some really good shots. So, I mean, it's just some people have an eye for it and some people don't. So I don't know. Yeah. it's It can be frustrating. But that's why I actually like the photos I take myself, like set up myself more. Yeah. Than pictures other people take. Will's pretty good about it. A lot of times, like, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And he's usually pretty good about setting it up. But sometimes I want him to, like, when he has the camera, I'm like, oh, you're the photographer. You tell me what to do. And he doesn't do that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, it's the same thing, like, with my husband. I'm like, why didn't, what are you doing? Like, why didn't you tell me, like, my eyes were closed? He's like, I wasn't looking at your eyes. Jesus. (laughs) Mike, you are so useless. Just go away. <sighs> Instagram husbands, am I right? Yeah, right. I don't. Yeah, I've learned just to not rely on him. So. <laughs> no, Will's good about it. I need to give him credit where credit's due. There you go. No, he did. He did a good job when he's taken photos of us before. Yeah, yeah. He has. He took all of our runners who whine photos. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Will. <laughs> so. Uh, what are, what other tips do you got? I, I feel like I don't have a ton. Like I keep it pretty simple. I only use a few apps. I only use a few like things within those apps. I don't, I don't kill myself with it. I I'm not like getting rid of wrinkles or like changing oh, my no. eye color or any of that oh, no. stuff. So it's, it's pretty easy. I, I really don't, I, I really don't do a whole lot. Like, I mean, I sound like I am just, but it's, I found the apps that work for me. Yeah. And they're my go-tos and it does not take me that long anymore um but it is a lot of trial and error like you may download like download a few play around with them see which one you like the best yeah I know a lot of people um and for a while especially on Instagram there was that like HD look that people were constantly using and still use um I don't care for it, like how it looks. I don't know. It just looks really grainy to me. But mm-hmm. a lot of people like that, like high def filter. Yeah, like super, super sharp, sharpened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just not, I just don't, it's sometimes like if it's, I have a really high quality photo and I do want to bring out some of the details, I'll apply it, but like bring it all the way like down, like almost so it's like barely visible, but it just helps little things pop. Um, And then like in Snapseed, like if I want like a, say it's like a, 
you know, a logo on my tank, my running tank to pop a little bit more, I'll go in and adjust the brightness and the contrast. I do that with my mugs all the time because there's always like a little bit of like shade. So mm-hmm. I'll like write in the background of like the white mug and make sure that the letters are popping so they're readable. And that's like a whole other thing. But it's just stuff you play around with and learn. Yeah. It's a lot of just playing and seeing what you like. And also, if you don't want to use any filters, like that's awesome. Just put up, just do it. Do you. Do you. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a lot of work, but if you're interested, this the whole reason we do that, like pick different topics is because we want to, I don't know, address what people are asking. And I've had a lot of people ask these questions. So yeah, just putting it out there. And I'm still playing around. I'm still changing. I like the past month or so I've been like trying to change the look of my Instagram a little bit and I've been playing Mm -hmm. around a little bit with different things and I still haven't quite nailed it so it's kind of a jumbled mess right now but it'll get there once I find something that I really love maybe I'll try that bright and airy app yeah it's just like you like down you had to purchase it and when I bought it at the time I'm like it was like no more than nine dollars it wasn't anything like crazy but I took a gamble I purchased it you download it it goes to your email you have to make sure that you have the Lightroom mobile app and then you I don't even remember how to do it but it was like really really simple you like basically download them in there and then you can apply the filters to the different photos that you upload into Lightroom mobile so yeah sounds pretty easy yeah it was pretty simple um, and I'm I'm old compared to most of you, you know. So if I figure it out, y'all can figure it out. <laughs> and Marine, I know how to use Lightroom, and now I can die happy. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, like I was just this is like off topic, but like I was fig- I realized how old I was the other day because we were talking about like the lingo that like teenagers and even like people in their early 20s use and I'm like I have no fucking clue what they're even talking about oh Anne-Marie so uh, not everybody knows this but for my day job when I'm not running and blogging and filtering photos uh, I work in advertising and I'm a writer so I have to take on the like tone of voice of like all different kinds of people and generations (laughs) and I had to do something for Gen Z which is the like generation below me I'm a millennial right and I felt so old. I literally had to Google like Gen Z slang and then like had to like run it by people that I knew to be like, does this sound stupid or is like this how you actually talk? (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't know. And I was like, am I using this word correctly? Like I'm, I'm not sure. (laughs) So you you are like on like the slope of getting old. I'm like what they'd consider like a zennial. So I'm an elder millennial. I'm an elder millennial, kind of, because, like, I'm in that weird, or they also refer to it as the um, Oregon Trail generation, because, like, we didn't have technology growing up, but then, like, we were growing up as it was emerging, so, like, we're kind of the best of both worlds. You're for sure in more of, like, you have, like, your head on your shoulders, but, like, you're for sure more of, like, the millennial age group. And then there's like your, what are they called? Like Gen Z. Like they're nuts. I don't know. Tide pod <laughs> shit. If you're Gen Z though, we love you. Keep listening. Love you. <laughs> Eat your Tide Pods. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Like I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. It's, there's definitely generation gaps. But then even so like, you don't think like my husband was born at what would have been like the cusp of like the, what my 
generation is. Like, he was born in 79. So, like, he's even older. Like, there's certain things that, like, there's a gap between us. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's funny. So, (laughs) I'm definitely old, though. Feeling crotchety today? I really am. (laughs) I was just telling Nicole, I'm... I'm going to go off the grid and I'm going to get some chickens this weekend. So if you don't ever hear from me again, you'll know what happened. <laughs> and Marie's going to name her chickens and start speaking to them in like Gen Z slang. <laughs> I don't even you know do any You slang. buck buck, you're fire. <laughs> you fire. <laughs> if they're hens, by the way, I'd be like, you do you, you know, like Henorita. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please name it Henorita? <laughs> yeah. Oh, guys, we're getting way off topic. Sorry. Thanks for amusing us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank we'll you. be back Sorry. next week. Uh, what's our topic next week? I don't know. I was going to ask. Or next you. in two weeks. Um, We have it written down somewhere. Super unorganized this week. Something. Sorry, we're folks. talking about something in two weeks. Something. <laughs> Come back. Come back. Join Come us. Back. Please. Uh, maybe we'll do the entire podcast as Gen Z in Gen Z lingo. Like, is there, like, Gen Z running lingo? Mm, great like, question. Yo, that run was fire, bitch. I think we should sign off before we offend any more Gen Zers. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> Talk to you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.